Chilies, what is up? It feels like summer in Philly and I am ecstatic. I feel great. I'm listening to my 2010 hip hop playlists on Spotify. Listen to the Swiss Beats song playlist. It will change your life. And um, life is good. I'm not sick anymore. I haven't been for a couple of weeks, and that's always good news. Uh, and I'm grateful for all of you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, keep listening. Subscribe. Leave a little review if you feel like it. But yeah, thank you guys for being here. You're going to love this episode. It is chock full of ghost stories, um, psychic mediumship. Uh, you're absolutely going to love it. Um, so without further ado, here is Julia. Real chills with Meg Getz. Real scary, real silly, real stories. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. I'm so excited for our guest today. Today we have Julia Park. Julia, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited you can do the show. It's going to be so much fun. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, and this is your your first ever podcast. Yes. <laughs> podcast. I mean, I'm, I'm an avid listener, but... <laughs> Yes, I um, I've never heard that. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> it's so exciting. Um, and I always like to ask our guests the same question to start the show. And that okay. is when it comes to the paranormal, are you more of a true believer or are you more skeptical? I am a ch- I am a true believer, but I at the same time I'm a little skeptical skeptical about some things. Sure. I don't believe everything is, you know, uh, everything every bump in the night is something paranormal, but yeah, I am a true that's awesome. And like, what got you into like being into the paranormal? Well, growing up, my mom told me that I used to talk to people that weren't there, like her, her dead or her dead aunts and uncles. I would like say their names and especially in the car, she would hear me like talking to them in the, in the backseat, apparently. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. that's a lot that's like they don't write about that like in the mom books like what do you do no right like, yeah. <laughs> that's so intense just yeah. regular conversation or did you like um, have messages for your mom it was more I, I think it was more just like me talking to them like you know because when you're real young like you you don't know if like it's not something most people do you know I think it was right. just like they were there and I was like, oh, hey, what's up? By what she's called me. <laughs> That's so, do you, you don't remember this at all? Like talking? No, to her? not then. Like she said I would be in my car seat. So I must've been like. Very you know, little, pretty- yeah. Um, uh, and she, I, I don't remember ever being told that something wasn't real. Mm. You know, like to not like, oh, like stop doing that. Or, you know, um, my mom's always been pretty open with that kind of stuff. That's so, so your mom believes in the paranormal? She does. Yes. That's so cool. (laughs) Has she seen like ghosts also? 
she, yeah, she's told me that she has, and she's had some similar occurrences that I've had as well, like um, seeing the same types of things. Wow. And having, yeah, like having the same uh, occurrences of, but yeah, she's a, she's a believer. And she's I had love her, that. <laughs> yeah. Especially like as the years have gone on, like I can talk to her about um, different things that happen. That's that's awesome. Um, but speaking of that, do you want to get into one of your stories? Sure. So as I said, like when I was young, my mom told me that I used to talk to people. But I think there was a like a a lot of years that went on where I can't tell you like a story from when I was a little kid. There was stuff where like I would just know things, like Whoa. dumb dumb things, like oh I I'd meet a boy and I'm like oh he's gonna be my boyfriend and then like without even talking to him and just seeing somebody or, you know, something that doesn't really matter. And you're, well, I mean, maybe when you're 15, it matters, but, um, right. Yeah. And then, so as I, I got older, I got really into, uh, like X-Files on mysteries, all that kind of stuff, Absolutely. watching shows. And I feel like the more that I was doing that and talking about these types of things, like more on like the ghost side, I started to have more things happen and I became like, obsessed with the, the TV shows, you know, Ghost Hunters came out and, you know, all that. And uh, so I think as that started to happen, like, I would get have weird occurrences, um, just noises really, or like a lot of shadows. And um, the one thing recently that happened, uh, we're staying at my family's house right now. And probably, uh, what was it, about a week ago, we're laying in bed sleeping and I get woken up I thought maybe it was my cat or something I wake up open my eyes and the the blanket at the bottom of the bed is being pulled down my boyfriend's passed out next to me no and our dog is passed out on the floor and when I brought that up to him the next day because I was like I saw it being pulled and then dropped and the blankets were pulled down and the next day I brought it up to him and he's like oh I that's happened a few times before to him like he's had yeah, that like in the us, apartment like, like so like he's he's told me that that's happened to him while we've been living here <laughs> and he's just not mentioning it to you yeah that's it's, it's funny going because, with well, life. like it's hard so we have a lot of things happen um he did growing up growing up and so did i and so i think bringing the both of us together it's been like it, multiple times a week we have occurrences but that was the creepiest wow. like seeing something like you know you always hear you hear those stories and oh, it, like you know my blankets being pulled and you know kind of thing that's like the creepiest more recently um but also when sleeping in the same house it was probably two months ago maybe I woke up got up to use the bathroom and as I was walking to the bathroom we have a uh, a a nightlight so we can see as we're as we're going course, I, yeah yeah i look up and i saw this woman standing there her arms are at her side and she has on it looks like i, I you know i should have uh shown you the sketch but i sketched her she had on like i want to call it like a prairie dress that you would like picture from back in the day and curly brown hair bangs but no face oh my so God. creepy so creepy and I was like what the hell but her arms were down by her side and she wasn't moving and I, I just went I just kept going where I was going because I was like I'm not acknowledging her 
Like, I don't want, yeah. I, I don't know what happened if I did. And then I was scared. I didn't wake my boyfriend up. I should have, but the next day I was like, I told him what happened. And then I was scared for a couple of nights. And then now I don't pick my head up when I'm walking to the bathroom. <laughs> you just leave it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. want to see her again either. So you think this house is haunted? I think so that's like I was saying the most recent. I think that things are just attracted to me and to him as well. Wow. I do think that there's this area. We live on a lake and in, and kind of end up on the cusp of the pine barrens. <gasps> so, so cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, we were just picking in the woods yesterday, actually. <laughs> and, um, and there's a lot of stuff that we see out of the windows, like a lot of shadows. And we have a lot of shadows we see inside. And so I think the area is um, also just has a lot of activity going on. And we live, like I said, on a lake. And so I, I think water actually, right. like, the energy, yeah. energy too. But yeah, um, a couple of weeks ago, we went to go see uh, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I stayed college. So New Jersey. You live yeah, in right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, both of us are from New Jersey. His parents, um, they bought tickets for us to go, like the four of us to go. So we went and we stayed in a bed and breakfast. Mm. And I, Bruce, it was fun and everything, but I was most stoked on this mansion that we stayed in from the 1800s. And walking in there, I was like, you get some vibes in this place right and for the night um they have original shutters in that room and to close the shutters is like a latch so we close up the shutters um because you could probably see from the side we close everything up and we saw uh we heard the latches open we heard a latch open. and i was like what the heck was that i was like oh maybe it wasn't latched all the way and then i we get up and look and all of them are still closed and then we're laying there and we hear like all these noises and we're like, yeah, something's going on here. We wake up the next day and I'm like, oh, nothing crazy happened, you know, just some noises. And I'm laying there and we opened the shutter behind the bed. So there's a light being cast on the wall in the front of us. Mm-hmm. And he goes back to sleep and I'm sitting there like playing on my phone and I look up and I see this shadow. It was like chest up on the wall of a man. It was like in the the shape of a man. And I see it go onto the wall. And then as I look, I was like, what the hell? And I was like, Adam. And I I see him there. And then it just went back to the direction where it came. And I'm like, well, is this like a shadow from outside? You know, I I did my like due diligence of like looking like, okay, is this something from out there? And I'm like, well, we're on the second floor and it's 20 degrees out. I don't know who's hanging out there. And I, I was like, that's so weird. And he's like, is it really weird for you? <laughs> yeah. just, like, like, so, and just having so many experiences. And I was like, yeah, so like, I got, maybe we saw something. And it wasn't scary. It just was, to me at least. To I us, think it, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. A little, at well, least. You know, when I've told people the story um, about seeing the woman with no face, that's you a know, terrifying story. I told you I, I, you know, I was scared at the time and I feel better about it now. Not so much, not a hundred percent. Cause I still don't look up, <laughs> Yeah. but um, I was talking to some people about that and they're like, well, maybe that's all she was able to uh, get the energy to show herself, to show. but that's all yeah. you could see. Or, you know, I was like, okay, like maybe like she, I didn't get any like bad feelings from that. And same with the shadow, that mansion. Uh, so I'm 35 now when I was 21, I joined a, an investigative group. 
paranormal. I was going to ask, are you like open? Yeah. So continue. So this is perfect. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, uh, like I said, backing up even more when I was younger, I was really into all those shows, you know, and right. Like, right. Yeah. Ghost hunters, ghost adventures, paranormal state, all that upset. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So I love, I love those shows and, um, I wanted to be in a group and just talk to like-minded people, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I found a group and you had to be 21 to join. I was like, yes, I just turned 21. So I applied and there was this whole interview process and I ultimately got into the group. And then when you get in the group, it's like three months of training, I guess. Wow. Uh, That's intense. You, you're going into people's, you were going into people's homes and they didn't want um, people running, going in there and running out screaming. You know, they taught you how right. to act and how to investigate um, in a like, in That's a, cool respectful way yeah and so joining that group uh the longer I was in it and around more really sensitive people and going into homes where stuff was going on more stuff in my life started to happen um it it just increased from there and uh I I jotted down some stories there was one really creepy it was probably the most creepy invest part of an investigation that I was on we got to the house and I was waiting outside with another person. I was a trainee at the time, both he and I were. And some of the more seasoned members were inside talking to the family. And they were like, all right, you can come in. And I was like, oh, good. They're like, well, I've been driving for hours. I had to use the bathroom. So they ran up to use the bathroom. And it was like a summer. And I had on my, you know, super classy floods. And <laughs> I, nice. so, you know, I, yeah, I'm going to the bathroom. And I felt uh, on the on my skin between um, like my my shoes and my pants, I felt it would it, it felt like two fingers go up the side of my calf. Oh. It was it was summertime, and it was cold, like ice cold, bizarre sensation. And I felt like a, it's really creepy in here. I felt that while I was going in, but I was like, well, you never know. Like it, it could. I was just, I had to go to the bathroom so bad. I wasn't even like concerned about it. Mm-hmm. And so when that happened, I went down and I told one of the more seasoned uh, members, I was like, Hey, um, can I pull you aside for a second? I was like, this just happened to me in the bathroom. And they were like, well, the homeowners have so many experiences in the bathroom, somebody touching them. The husband who is a, a firefighter, he couldn't even shower in the house anymore. He would only shower at the firehouse. And he wouldn't wow. go into the bathroom. And there's other stuff in the house after too. But this, the, they believed it was like some man. I forget all. Like they tracked it back to an owner, somebody. Yeah, and um, so they believed it was him uh, trying to intimidate the husband. There was also other stuff happening too. But I was like, he like touched in the bathroom, and that. So they were. I was like, oh, it's so creepy for me. Yeah, yeah. For them, I'm like, well, like they were, they didn't tell me about it because they wanted to see if anything happened without me. I, I <laughs> because they knew stuff going on in the right. going on in the house, yes. and I, I didn't know because they don't tell every investigator because they don't want you to go in like assuming something's going to happen or knowing the history of the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like, um, so that was part of the evidence of like, okay, like one of us had an experience in there. Uh, that was a, a creepy, uh, a creepy thing for me. Um, yeah. So, what do you do with your team when you think there might be something in the house? Do you do you 
all go as far so far as to try to cleanse it or is it just more like confirmed haunted find a priest yes so I'm not with them anymore um so I, I was with them when I was 21 to like 25 or 26 then I moved down to Maryland that's a long I, time yeah yeah then I left the group I actually just um started investigating again uh, I would love is, to investigate I, with you yeah. if you wanted oh, yeah, be awesome. <laughs> I've been trying to get into it so. yeah Okay. Um, I don't know what I have to offer except enthusiasm. <laughs> and well, I'll be respectful. I did. <laughs> Hello, my name is John Koppel, and I'm back with a second season of Peaks, the podcast where we take a closer look at the most exciting peak years in the lives of the people that dominated pop culture. The guests this season are great, and the subjects controversial, hilarious, bizarre, and iconic. Get ready to learn a little bit more about Iron Mike Tyson, John Candy, Mike Myers, Leonardo DiCaprio, and more. Dive into some of the best Thanksgiving and Christmas movies ever made. Every episode will be packed with entertaining clips, interesting facts, and passionate opinions. Remember that time that Mike Tyson wanted to fight a gorilla? Remember in Wolf of Wall Street when Leo taught us the phases you go through on Playludes? Remember those years when John Candy became everybody's uncle? So if you want to hear more about the most groundbreaking, influential people when they were having their biggest impacts on the world, subscribe to Peaks wherever you listen to your podcasts. So they, uh, so the idea of cleansing a house, I think at least, and everybody has varying thoughts and opinions on it, um, isn't like, that's always people's, a lot of people's goals. And that's not necessarily what needs to happen because if it's a human spirit, they have free will and cleansing something like if they're in it for, and they don't leave to piss somebody off just like yo like why are you trying to like get me out of my house absolutely like, yeah. like i love this place you know and if it's uh a lot of times it was talking to a homeowner to help them understand what's going on what we what we would believe and like from the investigations and just conversations and explaining to that like just having a conversation of like um whether you can coexist or not and some steps that maybe you could take are um putting good energy out there into your space instead of a lot of people, um, cause rightfully you're scared, you know, right. um, you don't know what the heck's going on. Not everybody is into this. And even if you are into it, you're not trying to have a haunted house necessarily, yeah. you know, uh, definitely. But, not. um, yeah, just uh, a lot of times it would be having a conversation with them and at the end we would write up reports and mm-hmm. um if we got any recordings personal like psychic impressions uh video camera depending on what kind of equipment you have like different readings but the readings it was really like if you could pair that up with a personal experience and maybe photographic evidence like you that could maybe be more along the lines of like scientific evidence mm-hmm. people are trying like trying to get but wow yeah that's so interesting that makes a lot of sense because i i do think that there's all of those scary and of course they play it up all the tv shows that we watch (laughs) where these stories of you trying to cleanse it and it just getting so much worse so and you know maybe they do just i have this like theory because i grew up in a haunted house but it's like 
mm-hmm. it's never felt scary so I've like this idea that like some people are staying because they liked it like they're not ready to if there's another life or whatever the next step is like they're still kind of holding on to their ego for a little bit longer and staying in a place that made them happy you know what I mean so yeah. it's kind of sad to like kick them out <laughs> when right? they're just existing in the same space as you right. So that is a really, really good point. I'm always fascinated also. We we just hit a lot of stories. So now we're just going to ping pong around yeah, a little bit. Yeah, sorry. I, I, have, uh, I have a lot more. <laughs> which is so cool. But um, I'm always fascinated by like any type of like body apparitions. Because in yeah. my house, that's the one thing I've never really experienced. My little brother has seen that before, but I haven't. I'm so jealous. Um, Was the, the woman with no face the first like full body apparition that you've seen no no No. okay she's the most she's the most recent um so you are you're no doubt familiar with lizzie borden of course yeah yeah so we went uh when i was in that group as a fun investigation we went to that house (laughs) you had like like funsies and work ones that's so fun yeah yeah because the, the mission of the group was to help people in their homes right, right. and so um yeah we all like as a group we went there and uh a lot of stuff was going on throughout the night i don't think lizzie you stayed the night oh like... yeah yeah well we investigated okay i got it okay. so we got there and we investigated until um just about sunrise and there was stuff going on through the night and like things here and there and then uh when we were on the top floor, there seemed to be uh, kids. It felt like a uh, like playful kid energy. And they were, um, when you would be in one little room, they would make noise in the other. Mm-hmm. And when you went to go to that noise, they would then go into another room and make some noise. Or, you know, like they, they were just messing cute. Yeah. Said, yeah, at that point, there had been so many investigators there. They know the drill. Like, they know how to right. mess with you. Like, oh, like, you know, they're bored, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and so we were about no things started to die down and we were about to wrap up because the sun was coming up we're like well let's try to get a couple hours of sleep and then we're gonna head out Mm. and as we start packing up i was standing in the hallway and to my left i see like movement no and like you know there was people mowing around but nobody was like right there and i see movement and then i see this light anomaly circular start coming toward me and it was a like um like a lighter color and then as it went it went past me like i i like backed up against the railing to let this thing go past there was multiple people i think there was probably like six or seven of us that saw this light and i have pictures of it but it goes past me to my right and into one of the rooms and as it's going into the room it it changes uh, from a lighter color into more of a blue green color and then it goes into that room watch it go around the bed and then um at the head of the bed is a is a divider wall another room it looks like they just like had a big room up there and then they sectioned it off Mm. and that light as it got closer to the wall got bigger and as it was about to go through the wall it it turned into a little girl whoa what i saw of the little girl it wasn't i didn't see a face or her face these good me not seeing their face (laughs) but yeah she it was like the way that i saw her it was like she was skipping or like running through the wall and so what i saw of her was like her 
uh, back right arm and then her legs like, like as if she's like skipping through the wall. So right as wow. that light orb is about to go through the wall, I turn into this this girl. And there was multiple people that saw this. They all this, saw this, the same thing. They saw the little the, girl. Not everybody saw the little girl, but they all saw the, the light. The light. Wow. And I was just like, that was the first, like, it was like an apparition, but not a full, like, you know, I didn't see the entire body, but it was arms, legs, her dress. Like I saw all of that. Um, wow. And that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Are but they most- see-through? Like, are they, or does it look like me and you like talking? So the woman that I saw most recently, she was solid. Hate that. I hate that. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'd rather be transparent, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I was right? hoping for transparent. Yeah. The like, little girl though, she was, um, since she went from, she was like, it was as if she was in this weird transition of like, she was shaped like um, a flesh, like, you know, flesh and bone person, uh, living person, I guess. And uh, I was like, where are we going? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah got it. So she, that was her shape and like details, but she was still like illuminated in that color of that light. Oh. The woman that, yeah, like I said, like she, that I saw most recently, she wasn't, see, like she was, she was more solid like us, but me looking at her, I knew that she wasn't a per, like a, like if I just saw her around, like I would know that she's not a person. Like a living person. I'm like it's, really it's so curious to... about her. I'm wondering if she was just something else. Like not a demon, not a shadow. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not a bad thing necessarily, but just something other than a human spirit. So yeah, I have a thought about who she may, at this point, who she maybe was. Um, without saying exactly like how I got here, I think she could possibly have been like, the wife or like in the family of um this like apple orchard there used to be a lot of apple orchards and different types of orchards right in this area mm-hmm. and i feel like maybe she was a part of that at some point i don't know i i i feel like she was more connected to this area than like just random yeah yeah, yeah. maybe yeah i'm even like maybe even just like a forest spirit or like i don't know i'm just like an elemental or something, something yeah, like that yeah yeah well so along the lines of elementals, I don't know, like, I'm still learning about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's always, both of my boyfriend and I always see like sh- uh, smaller shadow activity toward the ground. Right. And I was talking to someone I know with like a lot more experience and knowledge about this type of thing. And just describing the, the, what they did, like what the shadows did and like just the behavior of them. She's like, oh, it sounds like they could be elementals. Mm-hmm. So I don't, like, there's so many different types of things that, like, the different theories and different, like, uh, things that we have no idea. Last, like, summer, I went camping in the Pine Barrens with two of my friends. It was so much fun. And we did tarot. And we kind of asked the, like, the forest spirits, like, how they're doing, like, past, present, and future. And it was really interesting Um, And it kind of connects to what you're saying about how there used to be a lot of orchards and now there's not of like, like the past card was very bountiful. And like, by the time you got to the future, it was showing like a lack of, of bounty and power. So I, it was very like, it felt very like global warming. You know what I mean? Like, you know, things are changing. Like 
it was like it almost was like a fear of not being able and this is tarot i you know everything a grain of salt it could have we're just interpreting what cards we got but it felt very much like not being able to provide for the the things living on the land as much as as they used to well yeah the pineys they used to like they made their living and still do people still do but like it was such a big industry back then you know for food pine cones like dried flowers like they they used to like really use this area and just people used to live off live off the land and we're just really so far from that now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that yeah yeah so different I'm very curious if you'll see this woman again has there ever been anything that frightened you like that you felt was like this is off this is bad um yeah the most frightened I would say that I've been would be um we were in the Mount Holly jail uh it's you can go there and investigate but it's a, a historic place it's a museum during the day and then people pay to go investigate there at night and this was like I was probably 21 22 like just started doing it the investigations and um, we were on the bottom floor and I got this feeling of like somebody was running up on me. And so I was walking toward these two other investigators who had been doing that, doing investigating for years and years. And as I was walking toward them, I felt this, some energy like rushing up on me and mentally I saw this like really like screwed up looking guy. Like I felt like he was coming, like coming up at me. And he was, it was green. Like he, he was this creature or guy, whatever it was, wow. was green. And so I'm walking toward them and I just got this, like this horrible sensation and they're looking at me and the one says, do you see it? And the other person's like, yeah, I see it. And I was just like, yes. I, and I, I, I just got very upset and scared. And I, at that time I had, I had no idea what psychic boundaries were or how to sure. protect any of that. Like I know, I know about that now and that was a very there was a learning experience because it, it was like he looks at me maybe as like fresh meat or something i don't Ooh, know which is but like, terrible oh, in a jail people had been there before and it was like right. oh, this, so like let it die like not i don't know that was it, the feeling that i got was just so scary mm-hmm. and paired with the like mental image of whatever this thing per like person was um that was probably the most scared that i've been um there's other like uncomfortable or like oh i i'm definitely not not scared but that was probably the most like yeah yeah the most uh, into i was very i felt very intimidated and helpless um and then they were like yeah um you're out like they brought me upstairs and they were like yeah like we were we only had probably like a half an hour left of the investigation they were like, well, let's hang up here, hang up here for now because like, yeah, it's just got a little that weird. That was a lot. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that same person, so that was probably when I was 21, 22, being 35 now, I just started taking um, psychic development classes. Cool. Okay. In uh, Francocus Woods in, uh, so Mount Laurel in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And it's run by um, one of the people that I used to be in that group with. She's... Yeah, she's been teaching for 20 something years now. Um, and it's crazy because I, when I left that group, as I said, I moved down to Maryland mm-hmm. and there was a, I'm familiar with like residual hauntings. Mm-hmm. Maybe there yeah. is this, uh, this is how I interpreted her, this older woman 
um, that she would come from the basement steps, which is where we had a pellet stove, like to heat the house. She would come from the the basement up uh, to the top of the stairs and um, where the couch was, you would see that area. And so I would see her all the time, but she wouldn't acknowledge me. I didn't get anything like anything from her. I would just see her. And I feel like it was just, she lived there and going up and down that steps. Like we did that all the time to tend to the stove and like do whatever else uh, down there. And I'm one of my roommates. She got pissed at me because she started seeing her. She had never had any experiences mm. in her life. So <laughs> okay. she blamed me. She, she said that it was my fault that she was seeing this and that she was scared. I was like, I'm sorry that you're scared. Like, you know, I explained stuff to her and we were talking about it. And so I started blocking a lot of like, a lot of this type of thing and like different, like getting impressions and seeing things. I was like, nope, 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 nope. I just became very resistant because I, I don't need any issues with these people I live with. You know, like I don't want anybody to be scared. Right. And so I moved back, like back up this way um, a year later and things that happened over the years. But recently I started getting like so many more, I felt like so many more things people were trying to communicate and all these different experiences started happening again. And one day I was on Facebook and it popped up this psychic development class. And I was like, it was starting the next week. And I'm like, Oh, and I like my schedule changed with the job that I had. I'm going to be able to go to this every week. And I feel like that was back in October, September, October, I go every single Thursday. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. The like, um, we learned how to first like psychically protect yourself. Just I was going to ask, what do you, yeah. like, what, what do you learn in, in the class? Like to open yourself to, to things? Well, the thing is like, I was already open. Mm. So it's teaching, like uh, teaching how to turn things on and off and um, different ways that you can uh, protect yourself from like just day to day, like people's energy. And also, so spirit, spirits can't just be like, how that lady like popping up anytime you know right. in the middle of the night when I'm just trying to go to the bathroom I mean that'll still happen but it's like <laughs> learning yeah. just like with people like learning how to set boundaries is really what right. it is of like okay if you even if let's say you want to communicate but not all the time like or have any kind of experiences um it's teaching me like how to let down that boundary a little bit but still be protected and just uh, to be open to talking to anybody uh, with like good intentions, stuff like that. Not not uh, opening the door like if anybody's here, like right. anybody, you know, like <laughs> I have a movie. All of a sudden, I'm possessed. Yeah, <laughs> that would be kind of cool though if you could do that. I, if any person could just be like, oh, there's actually a show called Extraordinary where she can do that. She kind of like goes into a trance and just talks to someone else. It's really awesome. Oh, she cha- she's channeling somebody. It's a comedy yeah. show. It's not real, but oh, God. Well, people do channel. I, I like, I would have, I'm like, I don't want to take it over my body to like, like give I'm me a sus. I'm, I'm sus of yeah. this. I don't yeah. know how to determine the realness of that. You know what I mean? For sure. I mean, because there's so many people that, that um, aren't genuine and they, you know, they're, they're trying to make a buck or, you know, take advantage of people and, and I want it to be real so bad because that seriously would be so cool, but <laughs> I don't know. There's just so much for someone to be, to gain being able to like connect to people's dead loved ones. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of value yeah. in that. So 
there I'm is like, you need yeah. to hate this power every single day of your life for me to believe that it's real and not a gimmick or something you know well there's there yeah there you know like for me I first started having uh like getting messages mentally and not believing them when I was in that group uh the first thing that happened to another story I guess the first thing that um I realized maybe I had something going on, like was receiving some kind of message. We were in the basement, um, just investigating someone's house. And I got this picture of an older man in my head and he was just in a field and the, the, the picture was like black and white. And I just saw this older man and all I heard was like, uh, like I'm the, I'm here to protect them. And, and then I got the impression it was like grandfather energy and all. And I didn't know anything about this family or what was really going on. And when the investigation ended and we were in the kitchen, I hadn't gone into the kitchen and I was just like in um, other areas of the house where they were, we were told there was more activity. We're in the kitchen talking to the homeowners and I look onto a cork board and there's pictures. And I was like, who's that? It was the freaking no. And, and they were like, that's my, the woman was saying, that's my father. And I forget this, the son's name, um, living in the house who was having negative things happen to him, but they were saying, he says that he sees him and that he feels like his grandfather's there, like here, wow. like as a protector for him. I was like, this is so weird. And I still didn't believe it. I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, but I had a, like over the years, like a lot of, um, impressions where they've been backed up after the fact of like I see a picture or somebody told me something or like I tell somebody some kind of message or or just I get information and they're like literally like they without knowing anything about like their past with this person you know and have it be confirmed and but then it's it's just that's amazing that's that's why one reason I wanted to start taking the class was to figure out like, well, what's going on and, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I believe you don't like, don't, when I was saying that it was more like the millionaire TV show ones. Oh, no, <laughs> like, totally. no that's, that's, oh. Like, that's, I, there's so many people out I'm watching, like if you're watching on TV, it's entertainment and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, and it's, um, it's, there are people who, you know, they do readings and you can go to events or go see somebody. Right, right. They'll, they'll, if they charge at all, it'll be like $20 or $15, you know, like, but there's other people yeah. where it's $600. Yeah. And, and it hurts my heart because they'll fill like a stadium and this, these people will only talk to like 10 people in the entire, you know what yeah. I mean? And everyone doesn't like get their refund yeah. and, oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it's who's to say who's going to come through? And there's so many people, they can't really control which energy yeah. or like, you know, loved it's ones just come a through. Bummer. Yeah. That's, I went to Teresa Caputo. I love her. I know Me she's too. probably fake, but I don't know. Her energy is so fun. I, 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 I love her show. Yeah. She's the best. And I don't know how, like, and I, on her show, I haven't watched it forever. I don't even know if they still air new episodes. But um, I wasn't a huge fan of if this was real or not, but like how she would just walk up to people. That's the part that like, made me think it was fake. Because I was like, yeah. there's no way but like, <laughs> that the anyone would do that. Like, where's the, like, they didn't come to you for this reading or like, you don't, you're like, you know, it's like, what is, are you doing? Yeah, you want to give someone a message. 
Right. But who are you doing that for, for TV, like for your own ego or like, I don't know. I, just, I felt like you, it's like that person's not maybe like they don't want it. Like it's right. really vulnerable and sad, like sad, like you lose, lose somebody close to you, you know? And you never truly know what the relationship was. Like it could be like yeah. your dad's coming through and he's like, he abused me for like many, yes. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm just trying to shop a target. Like what the heck? <laughs> yeah yeah that was yeah. the part like I liked the like one-on-one when she was like hired but anytime she'd like be at a grocery yeah. store and she's like I just have to tell this man I'm like don't do it Teresa yeah, right? they're having a nice day they don't want to cry in public like leave yeah. them alone you know yeah um, there's all different like there's so many different angles that people have and you know I not that I don't think she's legit it's just um, maybe she is and yeah. they just play it you know a lot of reality television is like playing up your personality so maybe some of it's of fake and some of it's real we don't know yeah I mean she's a character in herself you know like she's the best yeah. <laughs> I really like her Have Do they you... still new episodes for that? I don't think so no I don't know okay. not that I've seen I haven't seen anything recently mm-hmm but um have you so when you're a kid it sounds like you were able to channel past loved ones have you done that in a time where you can remember like has anyone that you've known come through for you if this is too personal I can move no. on so I don't no, know if it's... okay no, but we're talking about it I um, just said we don't want to talk about our families and then I immediately was like has anyone wait. died in your life <laughs> well, so I'm sorry I'm here so I'm consenting to this conversation sure. <laughs> I so it's interesting because people that have come to me aren't my family like they've come through other people the most recent like I I didn't hear from my um so my mom's mom with my like she was my best friend I have her like tattooed on my arm here like she she was like a mom to me as well and um I didn't hear from her ever ever and I'm like she passed what is it like a little over 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. Like, oh man, I haven't heard from her. And then just a couple months ago, I had a reading from somebody and they gave me the most ridiculous details about her. And like that they just knew. So you could like for real. Yeah. Like I like it was I, so for me, I sit there and and I'm I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, no. Like you get nothing from me. I try to keep like, you know, no like feeding information. And he's like telling me all this stuff about her. And so, um, I got a message from her and then probably, it was it two weeks ago in the class, um, one of the previous, uh, attendees of the class and he does readings for people. He, uh, I knew when I saw him that night, I was like, oh, he's going to read me. He's picking me. Like I knew it. You did. How did you know? You just could feel it. Well, that's, oh, first I'll play oh, this one first. Okay. So then it was like, it's a woman on your father's side okay it's your grandmother it's your dad's mom and he like all these details like I'm not gonna run through them all but to make me believe it actually was her and he was like she's so excited she passed probably like about 10 11 years ago and she's so excited because she hasn't spoken to you like she hasn't been able to talk to you and I was like yeah like all these years I haven't heard from her which I don't expect and like where you're hanging out with someone else or like you know you you're you're not coming back Mm-hmm. and um all these details about her so I I've gotten them through other people but not myself um I my relatives at least like my 
best friend, her brother, he passed um, coming up on two years. And growing up, we were all very close. And he came to me through a song. And then when I heard the song, I heard like he was talking to me. Like wow. it sounds like my voice, but it was a message from him. Like I was at work just watering plants. I'm not thinking about any of this. And like all this like comes to me at like right after the song ends. And it was a message from him to her. And it was pretty much like he's saying like, yo, I come to her all the time, but she's not listening. She's not listening. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> she misses him. She, I mean, they were, they were very, very close, but yeah. so I feel like that's out of people that I've been close with him coming to me. And it wasn't even, it was like, he's like, I'm not trying to talk to you. Like, wow. I want you to tell her kind of wow. thing. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. So I, um, I'm like an overthinker. Is there Same. a way that you can, t- yeah, aren't we all anymore? <laughs> honestly, <laughs> what for me, I feel like it'd be so easy for me to be like, no, this is just one of my weird repetitive thoughts that are yeah, like, yeah, my, like totally. terrible, yes. you know, like, how do you, how are you able to distinguish? Yeah. That it's, yeah. it's not coming from you. If, so if you part- are, is it just practice? I don't know. So that's what it's been. It's been practice and confirmation after the fact. So me taking these classes, like we've done um, readings for people um, just practicing and like the people, it's not random people coming in. It's people who know what they're like, that we're we're learning, practicing, like trying to get more in tune with like how we each individually receive um, messages. Right. So it's... It's been taking practice and it's really like trusting yourself and, mm. and it's so hard to describe knowing the difference between what your random thought is and this information you're getting from someone. Cause a lot of times I, I still, I mean, I, I'm still learning and I question all the time and I, like how I said, I was just watering the plants and like this, like something came to my head where it's so not anything I would think about. And so maybe like random that I'm like, that it's, uh, I can't dismiss it sometimes. Mm -hmm. And especially when, if you're, if I'm actively trying to like, if I'm reading someone or like I said, I'm still learning. So I'm reading somebody and it'll come to me, but it's so like, it's not anything I would ever ever thought about or like, I have no idea the subject matter or, um, most recently, uh, he, the spirit, he was sending a message. It was to his daughter. And he said, he said, it's okay, sweetie. And he said, I'm sorry that it happened the way that it happened. I don't know what that means. So, but I'm also, the thing is with that is I I could still be making that up. Anybody can make anything up. I have a wild imagination. My brain goes all over the place. I make up like scenarios in my head that aren't even happening in my regular life that like it's just so I don't know it's it's hard to describe and maybe as time goes I'll be able to describe it better it was like I learned more about it but that's what this class has been it's been teaching us how to if you're reading someone really like spit out what you're right as soon as it comes to you because it's not up to you to differentiate Mm. and to process it's really just putting it putting it through and you know, even like the best person that's giving a reading, 
they are 80% right. Like no one is ever 100% right. Like even the legit people, if they are on TV, they're just showing you the like, they, they can edit, you know? Right. There's, yeah, there's probably kind of... a lot of things where like, they're like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Or maybe later it'll resonate with them. Like, oh yeah, like it clicks. Wow. But, I don't know, just, it's, it's been interesting and learning different like divination tools and this might be like an advanced question. I don't even know yeah. if um, this happens, but do you think there's times where you're doing or someone's having a session with somebody and the person that they want to talk to doesn't want to talk to them? Like, are they told or do they just not show up? Like the the passed on person, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're bad I- and they don't want to talk. <laughs> I mean, it could be, it could be both, you know? Like either yeah. they're back there, like, Someone could come into a reading and they're like, I want to hear from my aunt. I want to hear from her so bad, so bad. Well, aunt, your aunt's not here. Or if she is, the person doing the reading, maybe they're not connecting on the same, like to her energy, right. you know, but maybe another person that would be doing a reading would, or maybe they are there and they're just like, the, they're not, maybe they don't want to communicate in the way that this person wants them to, or, you know, they're so, they're still human in a way. Like there's like their thought processes, you know, like, they say a thought is like when you die, like you let go a lot of the things you held on to. Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know. Some people still hold on to stuff where I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's so interesting because I, yeah, I can't love to like pull up some people in my life that passed on, but I'm like I would it would make sense if it, it nothing bad happened. It's just I wasn't like the closest family member with them or anything. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah, the yeah. weird one that's into this stuff. Like yeah. You know, totally. like they probably want to talk to their mom and my like my cousin and stuff, but I'm just like, nope, it's me. Yeah, yeah right. Come well, talk they to can, me. If they're gonna you talk know. to you, like like how um my my friend's brother, like he didn't he wasn't there to talk to me, but he wanted right. a message. Given, he wanted a message given to somebody else. That's so funny. And did it resonate with your friend, like the message that you told her? Sorry, I was texting her, and you know how that goes. Like, yeah. Um, but she, you know, she's like, yeah, th- like thanks, and like she, she's like, I, she thinks that she said, I think about. It, I've been thinking about him a lot, a lot the past couple of days. She's like, I think about him every day, but like, it's been really intense. Oh, wow. Like, He's actually so like, trying to get through. And she just. Yeah. And I think like she, I I don't think that she's not open to it. I think that she, maybe, I don't know that that is behind that. Like she's very, she's still grieving the loss of him. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that just made me think of uh, how you said like, oh, they don't want to talk to you or whatever. But my aunt but my uncle he passed away um december 27th this year he oh thank you we were close but thank you (laughs) (laughs) uh we were when i was young but um so he passed away and uh a few days later a few days after the funeral um i went to my class and we were doing like practice readings and it was like uh trying to pick up on like any spirit that may be like in the building in the area I, i don't this person in my class after we were, we were supposed to write it down. And afterward, when she said who she heard from, she was like, oh, um, so what, what I was picking up on was a man named Frank. That was my uncle's name. Mm-hmm. He um, has like an exuberant personality. So many people love him. He was like a chummer, you know, like always like the life of the party. Very, like as she described it, very exuberant. And she's like, I'm seeing water a lot of water i'm seeing a casino he lived in atlantic city on the water Whoa. and he's a gambler. 
the gambler. And she went on to say some more things. And then um, at the end, and she started to say, like, oh, I see him in a hospital bed. And then, uh, but then my, the person who was teaching her, she, at the end, she was like, don't end on the hospital bed thing for <laughs> while you're time. doing your thing. Because you don't want to end on a negative note. Right. Um, he, he had been sick for, for years. Um, mm-hmm. He had some type of cancer, I believe. And then, um, but that night, I said to him, like mentally, I was like, all right, well, like, let's test this out. Like, if you're around, come through tonight. Like, if we're doing anything, like, make yourself known during this class, you know? Mm-hmm. And she heard from it. And there was a couple, there was more details. And I was just like, at the end, like, my heart started beating so fast while she's saying this because I was like, shit, it works. Like, I don't want to do it. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't, like, and he had just passed a few days prior. Wow. And like, it was just, I didn't, I didn't attend his funeral. Um, like I was working and all, but, um, it was, uh, it was like crazy. And when I said to her at the end, I was like, that, like described my uncle and like that, like I was like, that's what you described. And she was just like, holy shit, what? Like, I really did. Like, like she was excited. Cause like I said, yeah. we're all learning. Like she's like, that was, you know, and after I described him a little more and she's oh, I like, I picked up on this too and that too, but I didn't know if I should say it. And that's our instructor was like, you say everything because it doesn't need to make sense mm-hmm. to you, you know. But I was like, I, I like, not that I don't want to hear from. I want to hear from anybody that wants to talk to me. Right? Not, yeah, totally. But that was like, I didn't have the best relationship with him or my um, my aunt, my mom's sister. Uh, the last probably ten years, my grandmother passed, uh, so it was like, you know, I wasn't begging to hear from him, but I asked him to come and uh, so you know, he no, did. Who's gonna, like, yeah. But you know, <laughs> who's going to come through like you could really want it and you know it's um like i said maybe the person that's reading you isn't uh connecting with them yes wow but i don't know i still still newbie but um but oh what i was gonna say how i just knew i um there's a things were that have happened where I'm like oh i knew that was gonna happen or i just had a, like a knowing of something and i brought this up to my dad my dad and i weren't close growing up but as an adult now like we're building up our relationship mm. and he started to describe all these things that have happened to him. And I was like, I've been te- like, you knew I've been doing this stuff for years. Like, I've been all of this, like, oh, how have wow. you not told me this? And he was like, Oh, like describes the ways that he hear like receives messages or like knows things. And he's like, yeah. And my grandfather, his mom's dad, same thing. And so I was, I was wondering how, like, because a lot of times they say like, this could be hereditary or like you have like your ancestors could have like um, passed things down to you. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And, um, and I was like, I've been wondering like how, you know, how, where this comes from, you know? And so maybe it comes from that side, but like they all have had this like knowing of like, not knowing like if a disaster is happening, but like I always said earlier, like, it's, a lot of the times it's like dumb stuff. And I'm like, oh, I knew that. Or like, you have just different impressions of like, oh yeah, this is, oh, yeah, wow. So you just have to follow your intuition. So like, yeah, it's just stuff. Is it just stuff that pertains to your life, or or like, oh, like the world in general? Like, um, it's more like, uh, it's not that ex- for me. At least it's not like that expansive. Okay. You know, it's more like, and and um, it's a lot of the times it's like after the fact you know like oh right. like thinking about that or um you know that just reminded me of maybe like a month ago well so for christmas i was gifted these candles 
and I have a bunch of candles. I'm always lighting candles or incense. Like, yeah, I love that. yeah right. Like I have a dog. You got to make fun. a place. I'll go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I had a candle. No. So I was lighting those candles. And then this one day I was just hanging out on the couch and I didn't have anything lit. And I was smelling like something burning. Like there was a fire. And I was like, oh, it smells like a fire. That's really weird. And um, I just kept dismissing it. And then I would walk away, not smell it anymore. And then I would get to smell again. And in my head, it was like, there, like, smelled like fire. I was like, getting more into, like, this, the smell and the, like, my men, like, me thinking, oh, like, oh, it smells like fire and, like, singing, fire, fire. And so I was like, you know what? I'm trying to trust my intuition more. Like, maybe I'm getting a message. I don't know. And so I text myself. So I had a timestamp. And I text myself, Smart. like, fire. Well, this is, like, whatever I've been, like, being taught of, like, so you can refer back or, like, oh, see, I wasn't just making that up. Mm. And um, so I text myself, fire or something like that. And I think it was the day after or two days later, I had the candles lit and I was cleaning. My boyfriend's in the other room, um, drawing for, uh, for work. And uh, he walks in and he's like, holy shit, I got candles, like, the candle was head burnt down and it was like just like it, it was an intense fire it wasn't just like, oh, it was, like the whole thing was lit and so he um grabbed oven mitts and took it outside and then as i was like holy shit and like cleaning it up i could smell the smell again and i lifted yeah. up the um on top of the wooden um side table i had uh, like a little bit of like tablecloth thing like that and i lifted it up just cleaning up and it was black and I was just like, like oftentimes I would, we would like have the candles lit and then go upstairs and make some food, come back down. I was like, we went up, came back down. Like that thing would have caught fire. And I don't know if it was that, but I haven't had anything like that happen before. Yeah. And just before that, I had, I was in fire, fire. And as soon as I text that to myself, it stopped. So that could be like, you know, actually something like I was getting some kind of message or it was just my brain stopped thinking about it because I texted to myself right you know but it was then right after that like that's so weird that happened and yeah the house didn't catch fire but I like I didn't get a message again after that and it, I was like okay maybe I shouldn't leave the candles lit like that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah like yeah you were being burn. warned <laughs> those bath and body work scandals and I'll get you <laughs> oh man that's so funny I just yeah. like on now I just like I find this all so interesting and I do still dismiss a lot of stuff because not everything is something you know it's we have sure. regular stickers, but yeah yeah it's a good idea to to write down like you said or text yourself with a timestamp because I've never considered that but there's probably so many things that we're all missing when it comes to our intuition um that we'd probably believe more if if we had that proof because I feel like I I don't trust myself <laughs> just in general you know intuitively or in other ways I need to work on it so it's just kind of like it's kind of exciting at the thought of like being able to prove yourself right like that's really cool well that's you know even like uh we can tell ourselves oh I shouldn't have trusted that person or the situation I knew it I knew it and it's like even just the everyday stuff not necessarily like spiritual like a trusting trusting that like trusting ourselves because like we know and sometimes things come through like more clearly of like, whoa, like stay away from them or, oh, no, that's not like, maybe I shouldn't go out tonight. And like, you get this really deep sensation of like something bad. 
you know, or something good, you know, it, it goes both right. ways, but you know, trusting ourselves more and, and I feel like the writing of down of things for me has been helping that. And just Absolutely. for years, I was in a, like an abusive uh, marriage with somebody and I didn't trust myself. And I was ignoring, even when like all of these messages were coming through of like, just my gut stuff, like, don't go through this or don't do this, don't do that. Or like, this is actually, yeah, it's wrong. You know, ignoring it until finally things are so glaring. You're like, oh my God, I can't, you know, ignore it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And like, after that, um, I was like, I can't, like, I need to trust myself more because not trusting myself could and listening to myself gets can get you into situations where you know something bad could happen or um yeah and it's you know it's wow since then it's like yeah Yeah, trust yourself empowering yeah trust yourself everybody (laughs) if you're in a bad relationship leave you deserve the world (laughs) yeah yeah anything anything like um and just trusting yourself or just people it doesn't have to be a romantic partner right yeah totally a job like <laughs> oh <I'm>, yeah <laughs> off air <laughs> i can't be like i want to leave yeah right Not that's what, yeah there's some stuff yeah. like um there's been i have a new job and i love i love um i work in a flower shop and uh i, I love the people i work for uh they've been around for 55 years that's awesome. so me coming in there i'm a new person like they've all been with each other whether they're family or been there 25 years like me coming in there like i don't know i feel like and also in that shop, like there's a lot of energy in there. And so it took me a little bit to get adjusted to yes. the energy. Yeah. And um, I, I feel like there's someone that's been been around, like someone who's passed that pops in in there every so often. Um, that's cool. That Yeah. Because at first I felt like somebody was like sussing me out. Like, who's this new person? You know, like I, I feel like I was being watched all the time, but not by someone standing by me, you know, but right um yeah it's just but it's good it's good stuff like I trust in listening to myself but like this is a good place to be you know that's awesome yeah just <laughs> rambling up forever about it <laughs> no no this was so cool I really appreciate yeah. it um we can wrap it up there actually I think we're like right around an hour on the okay clock. sorry no oh my god please don't apologize <laughs> this is such a fun conversation you're welcome back whenever you have awesome. a thought or a story or a follow-up please yeah, don't totally. hesitate to reach out and if you're gonna go investigating and you want someone else to go I don't yeah. want to force like <laughs> like squeeze no. them in but I have been trying to get into it and it's I don't know it's great. hard to figure out but um I would love yeah. to do that it sounds so you cool. go do like a like something public or like like I don't know you know, not try to get into someone's house, like no, something like in Philly, just, something historic, yeah, or open to the public. totally, yeah, totally, yeah, great. yeah. I used to live the, next to Eastern State Penitentiary. Love it. That yeah. place is haunted. So <laughs> scary. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, it's yeah. And also just sad history, <laughs> like a bummer. Yeah. If you think yeah, about it's, it, uh, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah, gonna we end. We're ending yeah. on the yeah. um the hospital bed story. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um. Uh, but we always end with uh, a recommendation. So where can my listeners either find you or find something that you enjoy? Oh, well, um, really just on Instagram, I guess. Uh, my personal page is Julia Likes Flowers. But we also have a tattoo shop. It's called Electric Venom Tattoo Parlor. We're located in Sicklerville, South Jersey. Uh, yeah. Cool. So 
where you can find us on my uh, not my space oh my god i would love to have yeah. my space again i miss those simple days yeah, I'm like, okay, i need to adjust my top 20 yeah. <laughs> depending on who i like this week uh yeah but facebook instagram um just google us uh over 20 years experience people tat- tattoo and yeah what's the name of the shop did you mention it and i just missed it electric venom you did tattoo parlor yeah electric venom sweet well thank you so much for being a guest this was so much fun thank you real chills is produced by meg getz and Alyssa chaskowski the show is edited by dan getz theme music by sam williamson and artwork by buffy the design slayer subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on instagram and tiktok at real chills podcast Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com podcasts.